Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. Garrett and I, you know, there's there's a lot of moves that could be made as we talked to Jeff Zreback about and as we've talked about on this podcast. There's still moves that could be made between now and the start of training camp, between training camp and the start of the season. There's possibilities out there when you look at this roster. So on today's episode, we're going to break down those possibilities and potential moves we think the Ravens could make. So Garrett, do you think Eric Costa is going to be busy here during the NFL summer vacation? What do you, you think you're going to get the old... <laughs> Oh, get off the beach, get to your laptop, yep. stat. It's time to tweet something. What do you think? This is, yeah, what we do is we call this basically like, it's almost like the nightmare situation. Not nightmare, because usually it's good news, but it's also like, it always happens at an inconvenient time. That's a better way to put it. Like, this is the oh, inconvenient sure. news. This is, this is, you bring everything out to the beach, <laughs> you got the blanket out, you got the towels out. You got the chairs up. The umbrella is up. You just put you the crack, umbrella up. You just put it up. Just put the umbrella up, and you and you open up the cooler and crack that first drink, and then the phone rings, and that that right then is when the phone rings. Nightmare scenario. <laughs> so, uh, what is the uh, move that is going to interrupt your time on the beach? And just for the record here, like this is, we're, we're talking about the beach because that's most immediate here, but. This is really could happen between now and the and the the start of the season. So, what do you think, Mink? What is the move that is most likely to happen between now and the start of the season? Oh, it's the Justin Houston has uh, signed a deal with the Ravens. He's coming back, baby. Reunion tour, mm-hmm. the Justin Houston reunion tour. That's that's going to be the news. Uh, if I'm predicting one move that I think is most likely to happen, that's the one. And I I think it makes a lot of sense on a lot of different levels. I mean, a Here's a player that the Ravens really respect. He has a lot of respect for the Ravens. He likes he likes the culture. He likes the program. Like It's just been a good fit since he arrived two years ago. B, he was productive last year. Nine and a half sacks led the team. Uh, he wants to keep playing. He was playing at a high level last year. Uh, so, you know, it makes sense from a production standpoint. C, you know, he's a player that's not necessarily going to take, like, he doesn't come in and say, all right, I need to be the starter. I need to play whatever, 70% Mm -hmm. of the snaps. You know, here's a guy that I don't think would stunt the development of a David Ajabo or a Dafe Owe, right? He is a supplementary, complementary piece. And so, I, you know, and, you know, he obviously has a relationship with Adafe and with David and uh, as a mentor that can continue. Uh, under Chuck Smith's coaching. So I just think, you know, probably the price, you know, if, if they can come to a, a, a an agreement on what that, that price tag is, I would expect it's probably another one-year deal. Um, 
then it, I think it can make a lot of sense. Now, there's other interests, reported interests in him. I don't think it's like the Ravens are nothing, you know, for Justin Houston. So yeah. he needs to make the decision of whether he wants to run it back and, and try to win a Super Bowl here in Baltimore, which I think the Ravens are absolutely going to contend for, or go elsewhere. I would think that he would lean to come back to the familiar, but you never know what other, other teams offer and whatnot. Right. Yeah. I think I could totally see that. The good news for you, you know, in, in your beach scenario here, you've written the story twice. So right. just pull out the dust old version of it, dust it off, <laughs> same story, update the stats, and just have that one ready to go so that you can maintain your, your enjoyment, your enjoyable time. No, here's the pro. The pro move is you write it ahead of time, <laughs> email it to yourself, right? You leave a couple blank spots just to fill in the day of the week, all that stuff. Then it happens. Yeah. You fill in the blank spots, email it to the group. Five minutes later, just a true pro. That's a pro's pro <laughs> right there. That is, a, that is a pro's pro. That's the pro move right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I could see Houston. I could see Houston. I mean, for all the reasons that you said, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I do think that, like, I, I do think that he will definitely listen to other potential offers. And so I agree. I don't think it's necessarily Baltimore or bust because – there's a market for a player who has nine and a half sacks, mm-hmm. and he may sit there like he could he could wait even longer than he has in the past and just say like, you know, I want to see, I want to wait this thing out as long as possible and see if there's an injury in training camp and all of a sudden the offer increases from another team potentially. You know that that could happen, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think that that is a pretty likely move. Um, I would actually, if I'm going to point to a position, I would maybe go corner. Okay. And as much as I, and I think they could do both for the record here. Mm-hmm. I think that they could add Houston and they could add a corner. Yep. I think that they will add a corner before the start of the season. Um, and it remains to be seen whether that's an inside corner or an outside corner. I think if you could add a slot corner, that would be ideal. I think the Ravens really like, you know, Pepe Williams, but he missed time basically the entire offseason program. And he may, he, he it's up in the air whether he's going to be ready for the start of training camp. If it's looking like you know training camp's about to start and they don't feel great about where he is potentially, then maybe they add somebody. Or maybe if training camp starts and he's not back on the field yet, then maybe they they add somebody at that spot. Um, I just think that cornerback is such an important position, and we have seen it over the course of time here on, on multiple occasions. If you get shorthanded there, you find yourself in a bad spot. And I just think the Ravens want to have depth there. Like maybe that's maybe that's a Kyle Fuller. That's what I was just gonna um, say. So who is it, buddy? Right. It could be a Kyle Fuller who was on the team last year and then gets hurt. Um, you know, haven't heard anything on him, so I'm not sure where he is in his recovery. You know, I'm I'm just going down the old Raven path here. Um, you know, Anthony Averett is someone who I think a couple years ago when he was when he got his year to start. I thought I think a lot of people were saying you should sign him to a contract extension midseason because he could get a big deal and cash in that season. If you remember, go back a couple of years, that was there was some talk about that. He ends up going to Vegas on a one year deal, gets hurt, and so now he is still sitting out there. He's had injury history, but he knows this system. He liked it here. The Ravens liked him, so I wouldn't be opposed to bringing back Anthony Avery. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so those are those are two who I would mention as potential options. Uh, that the Ravens could could add. So I, I agree with you. I think that uh, Kyle Fuller makes sense. Um, you know, we've just seen that so many times that the Ravens kind of go back to the well, you know, and bring back somebody that 
it just it just makes sense. You know, they fit the system. They already know the system and whatnot. Yeah, like like look at if you look at the team, like Pernell McPhee obviously was an example <laughs> mm-hmm. that happened like four different times with him. Um, they've done or Josh Bynes certainly. I mean, ten different times with him. Brent Jay, Urban. Uh, Brent Urban is on the team. Um, so like they Michael Pierce. So there's a number of guys that they have done this with. So it would not shock me at all if it were Averett or Kyle Fuller. So if if they're signing somebody, if it's not a reunion. Two two guys I'll point out. Number one, Bryce Callahan, I think makes makes some sense. I mean, here's a uh, still youngish corner. I mean, he's 31 years old. Uh, started 11 games last year. Played in 15. Five foot nine. Can definitely play in the slot. Has a history of doing so. Had a good year last year. Three interceptions for the Chargers. Uh, you know, pretty solid year. 47 tackles is a career high. You know, so this is kind of a a hard nosed player who has some slot flexibility. That's really my thing. Does Fuller, can Fuller play in the slot? You know, I think ideally the guy that the Ravens would sign would have some history playing, playing the nickel role. Um, just because that's where I think the Ravens have more outside corners as it stands now than they do nickel guys. Um, so if, if they're looking to an outside free agent, Bryce Callahan would be somebody I would, I would uh, bring up. William Jackson would be the other. Here's a former pretty high draft pick. Uh, bounced around a little bit. Uh, Washington went to Pittsburgh. Hasn't really caught steam yet. Um, he he had. I mean, he got a big deal. He had he had one really good year and got a pretty big deal on the free agent market, and it just didn't work out from the Commanders. Um, but you know, here's a former player with a lot of promise who has the skill set that maybe you say, all right, if he can get back to kind of that previous form, we could find a, a steal here. I mean, only 30 years old. This is a talented dude. So we should also mention here, as of this recording, Marcus Peters is still on the market. Yep. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about him going to Vegas, and you know he he visited there, and then there's been multiple different times where the buzz has kind of picked up around the idea of him landing in Vegas. Maybe that happens. Um, maybe as you're listening to this, it's already happened. I don't know. Um, but you know, if that doesn't happen. Um, that could also be a, you know, if we're going on the reunion tour, I'm just on the reunion right. tour beat right here. Uh, he would be another obvious candidate there as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're talking again, that's an outside corner. I mean, Marcus isn't I know, it in is. the slot I, 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 at I, all. Does, yeah. Um, I just think that I, they may just, they may find themselves like, you know what, let's just add like another good corner. But here's, and but think, my thing with, with bringing back Marcus, I, I don't think Marcus wants to come back and be a backup. I feel that, yeah. you know, like I, I think and, he, he's he's been a starter his entire career. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we all know he's a, he's a vocal guy. He's a prideful um, dude. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so I mean, I maybe if you were saying, well, we think Rocky Yassine or or Marlin is going to be really our slot guy when we go three wide, you know, three corners, and Marcus or Rock are opposite Marlin when you have two corners on the field. You know, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be three talented veteran cornerbacks. Um, but I, I just don't think that Marcus would sign up to be, you know, Rocky Yassine's backup. Right, right. I mean, that's what Jalen yeah. Armour, Jalen Armour Davis, Brandon Stevens obviously can play corner. Uh, you know, he stepped in for Marcus Peters last year. You know, and and I know, and I, I've written about this, I, I don't, it's not good, obviously, that Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams missed you know most of OTAs in minicamp you know we didn't see a whole lot of them those are valuable reps that would have been good for them 
let's not also overblow it. And like, if those guys are on the field at the start of training camp, which I think remains to be seen for, for Pepe, um, then I, I think that they have a, a considerable and, and they can stay healthy during training camp. Like that's a lot of practice reps that they can get. And yeah, they, can they've they, got ample time to prove exactly. that they could be the guys. Exactly. Like, can they, you know, and they have to keep improving. They're young players who didn't get a ton of action last year, but both showed promise. I think both the Ravens like both the talent of both. So I don't want to like write those guys off by any stretch of the imagination just because they weren't mm-hmm. out there for OTAs and minicamp. Like they saw time to develop and become maybe that one of them becomes the number three corner. Pepe could play yep. nickel. Jalen Armour Davis could play outside and, and bump, you know, rock or Marlin inside in three corner, what three corner situations. So, um, I don't think that they necessarily are going to sign somebody of Marcus Peters, uh, you know, credentials, somebody with those kind Mm -hmm. of credentials. I I don't see that level of signing happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, all right. So there's also beyond adding new pieces to the team. Mm -hmm. There's also the potential of guys who are currently on the team getting new deals. And we've seen this, um, Oh, you know, it's the Ravens have done mid-season deals in the past. Um, so, and there's a handful of guys who are in kind of unique contract situations. J.K. Dobbins is one. Did not participate in mandatory minicamp. Didn't practice. Um, he's made it clear that you know he would he would like a new deal. And the business side of things, as he said, is a challenging piece of the game. Uh, Patrick Queen is another. Ravens did not pick up his fifth-year option, um, so this is the last year of his contract, and the Ravens have indicated they would ideally like to work out a long-term extension with him at some point. You know, he's a prideful guy who is, um, you know, understandably wants to be paid among the highest off-ball linebackers in the game, mm-hmm. uh, so they would have to agree on a number there. And Kevin Zeitler is another one who I would point to. Um, there's reports that he would like a new contract as well. So um, let's start with J.K. Dobbins uh, because I think that's the most headline-worthy, um, <laughs> especially coming out of minicamp. Um, so what is your expectation here? Does anything happen before the start of training camp or the season? Yeah, well, let me preface this by saying uh, I hope so. I'm, I've always been a big J.K. Dobbins fan. Like, I just think the dude, uh, he can play. And and I, I love his attitude. I love the fire, the chip that he plays with. Um, you know, I I love his, his attitude just around the building and when he's not even playing football. He's just a gregarious, like, fun-loving dude. You know, he's just, he's just fun to be around. I like J.K. Um, with that said, I think that there's just a lot of complicating factors, you know, in this equation. Like, you know, we haven't seen J.K. Dobbins at 100% health since his rookie year or training camp, you know, before his second mm-hmm. year. Like, we just haven't seen it. And I think, uh, you know, he had said that, and we all saw that long pit run in Pittsburgh where, you know, he's kind of, uh, you know, doesn't, he's not running right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he, he was kind of lacking that final gear even once he came back from his midseason procedure. That doesn't mean he wasn't effective. He was very, still very effective, which gives me hope for, you know, when if he gets that final gear back, like look out, you know, but as I just said, it's an if, right. You, yeah. you, you don't know until you see it. We didn't see it in minicamp, And I understand, you know, whatever reasons he had, those are, those are for him. Those are his reasons, um, for not practicing, but like we haven't seen it in a game. Right. And it, before, if I'm the Ravens before, I want to make a long-term heavy investment. Like I want to make sure that guy's healthy a hundred percent, you know? And also, 
running backs just aren't getting paid, you know? So like, that's a complicating factor. So it's like, what number, and, and I think, I think JK and the Ravens believe they're, that there's the best is yet to come for J.K. Dobbins, right? Yeah. And so, like, is J.K. going to sign a contract before, you know, he's really had the ability to fully show his ability? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It depends. Mm-hmm. It, he, he might say, I'm betting on myself. I'm going to have a really big 2023, and then I'll see where it lands, whether that be the franchise, the transition tag, whatever, you know, signing with another team, whatever it is, like, I'll see where I land then. Now, the flip side of that is, he could say, if I get a, a decent offer, like something that I'm comfortable with short term, whatever, like when you're a running back and you see a bunch of talented running backs just sitting on the open market and you have a contract offer on the table, you might say, you know what? I'll take the money when it's there. Yeah. And like he yeah. wants a little security stability right now. You know, if he wants a contract right now, it depends on how bad he wants it right now. If he wants it really bad right now, then then I think that maybe they can find a number, you know, but that's the long way of saying I don't expect that it's going to happen before the season starts. I think that like it could happen during the season. Maybe he's balling out and really healthy. And in December, the Ravens are like, yep, you're the dude. We're going to commit whatever, two, three-year contract, whatever it is. Like We're going to pay then. Um, but I just don't see it happening before because I think J.K. wants to prove what he's got to get a bigger offer. Right. Yeah, I think it's a very complicated negotiation um we we talked with jeff's rebeck from the athletic recently and you know he he said he felt like wouldn't be surprised that the two sides have talked um and so which is encouraging in that in the sense that you know if you're not talking that's when that when when uh problems occur the other thing i would say too on this front one thing i learned i don't know that i learned it but i think it was the point was driven home and watching the lamar jackson contract negotiations play out is that you can't always read too much in to the notion of things being like bad during negotiations. Oh, yeah. Like, and so like if Jake, you know, JK is not on the field during mini camp, like, and he puts out the tweets about how he wants to be a Raven for the rest of his career. And it's kind of cryptic and, you know, and you're not sure what's happening behind the scenes and what prompted that. And so like, it's just, I, I can't put too much stock into anything that like, and what that means long-term, like, you know, at the owners' meetings, um, when Lamar put out the trade request, no one was saying like, "All right, looks like the the, the deal is getting done anytime, <laughs> so, sometime soon." Like, no one felt like that right. at that that point. You know, right. so I say all that just to say that like, you never know what's happening behind the scenes. It's always it's always there's always a small group of people that are truly in the know on that front. For sure. Um, and with J.K., like, the running back market is just so difficult. So, like, would he take a deal similar to what Gus Edwards signed? Mm-hmm. So, Gus signed a three-year, $12 million contract reportedly. He's in the, going into the last year of that. Would he sign a deal like that? Mm-hmm. Um, because if he would, like, okay, like, that to me would be something that would be intriguing. But J.K. may be thinking that he should get a much bigger deal and that he wants to go and sign a one of the big contracts. Well, the question is like, are there any big contracts to be had out there? (laughs) You know, like Dalvin cook's been pretty darn good. He, nobody's offered him a big deal yet. Like right now, now, now before getting cut, he, Dalvin cook signed a five year, $63 million contract. And then by all accounts, he, he basically lived up to it. I mean, he's been a thousand yard rusher every season. Yeah. And they just cut him. Yep. So I think that like Saquon Barkley hasn't gotten paid. 
Um, the, the franchise tag is also an option there at the running back position. And so if J.K. were to play out the season and the Ravens want to keep him, then mm-hmm. he could potentially they, they could use the franchise tag, and that's a very affordable number. Um, well, if they use so the transition tag, it's even more affordable too. They could use the transition tag. And then, and then you're basically saying, well, then he has the ability to sign for an, uh, with another team. Uh, and you, the Ravens wouldn't get any compensation back, but like in a slow running back market, maybe nobody else does the either. You know, like the Ravens mm-hmm. might have the best offer. Right, right. So it's complicated. Like it, it's just a, it's just challenging there. Um, my gut says that that JK probably plays it out, and I think the the best way for him to probably get that big payday that he's looking for is to go out there and have a a, a monster season. Now. To your point, like, is the big payday around the corner? I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think that even if it were to be a franchise tag, that's still a much bigger payday than he's oh, gotten sure. up to this point of his career. For so sure. that's a big race. It's a big race right. if you were to go down t- to get that. And if J.K. goes out there and balls out and has a monster season and shows everybody this knee injury that everybody's worried about, that's a thing of the past, I'm fully recovered, I've got all my agility, right. I've got that top, I'm a top five back. running back in the all league. All those things. Right. Like, I'm one of the best running backs in the league. Then, like, he's going to get a deal. Like, he's going to get a contract offer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there are running backs that get paid. And so if all those things happen, then I think J.K. Dobbins could be one of those guys that gets paid. Yeah. Um, and I'm with you. Like, I love the guy. I've been watching him since he was at Ohio State and thought he's a fantastic running back, you know, his, from his freshman year of college. I just think he's a special running back. Um, and so I, I hope it works out for him to be here for a long time. Yep. But I think that if I'm guessing right now, I think that probably is something that sorts itself out after the season. Or late in the season. Or late in the season. The Ravens are certainly no strangers to late season extensions. Roquan last year. They they did it with Roquan. They did it with uh, Ronnie Stanley in the middle of the season. They did it with Marlon Humphrey in the middle of the season. They did it with Marcus Peters. So, like, they did it with Pat McCarry. Like, there's a bunch of guys who they've done middle of the season extensions with. So, I don't think you can rule that out either. I think it's a good point. Yep. I, I, you know, Patrick Queen obviously is another one. I, I almost put it, I think that Patrick and jk are in very similar situations except remove all the question marks about the inside linebacker market uh you know like it's not the same as the running back market inside linebackers are, have been getting paid recently you know people not too long ago i think we're saying oh it's not a sexy position and blah blah blah. well some inside linebackers are getting contracts and uh roquan being at the top of that right now um so i i think that patrick queen you know Everything that we just said about JK, love him. Think he's he's a great player. He's a great fit next to Roquan. You know, when Roquan can gobble up a bunch of tackles and just let Patrick Queen make plays, like dude is fast. He's he's just a really good player. I mean, he makes plays. That's what you want in the NFL. And uh, but it's hard to pay two guys. Not impossible. You know, did the Ravens just say we're going to have the best inside linebacker duo for the next whatever four or five years? Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know, um, I think he's another guy that plays plays this uh year out if the ravens can you know if you're going to use the franchise tag on one of those guys if you're getting to late in the year and both of them are having fantastic seasons you can't use a franchise tag on both you know you, you, then you'd want to come to a deal with one of them or they're just going to hit the open market which could happen too you know and you get a whatever a comp pick back if you lose them so i i think that's how it probably plays out with pq yeah yeah, the, the obvious, the other big difference, maybe the biggest with PQ compared to JK is, is just there's no the there's not the injury question. Well, um, 
the, the other big the, sorry the other big difference is with PQ is an, the guy playing next to him already got a huge contract with JK. Right, right, yeah. yeah. JK so in, in reality, the situations are nothing alike. Yeah, I mean, no, no. well, the J, at running back, you know, Gus is entering the final years of his, of yeah, his contract. Yeah. Justice Hill's yeah. on one year. The Ravens don't have anybody beyond this year. So honestly, if they lose JK and Gus and whatever Justice is up to, like, you're looking at a 2024 running back makeover completely. Mm-hmm. Right, and you want to be in that situation. Yeah, the roster composition between the two positions is very different. For sure. Um, yeah, the Ravens I think it's, didn't draft I think it's a running good. back this year. They drafted Trenton Simpson. Yeah, I think it's going to be difficult to pay uh, Patrick Queen as much as I think the guy is a really good player. I think it's going to be just – I think it's going to be tough. I think that he's, you know, one of the better inside linebackers in football, and he's looking for a deal that will compensate him at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not ruling it out, like – at all but i just think it's it's going to be difficult and so i think that he probably like the way he's looking at it he i think he probably wants to play it out because i think that he i think he wants to, wants prove to it. go out there and show everybody yep. i'm one of the best linebackers in the game and i deserve a contract as such yep I and maybe that's here agree. in baltimore maybe that's elsewhere like this is this is a year for him to show everybody like when we had roquan smith on the lounge we talked to him about this and he he said, like, at the end of the year, I expect Patrick Queen to be a very happy man, yep. whether he gets the franchise tag or whether he ends up getting a contract with another team. Like, he's going to go out there and show everybody that he's one of the best linebackers in football. Yep. And that, I think, is motivating to him. So that is how I expect it to play out. And then I think, basically, it becomes a question at that point whether the Ravens have the, the, cap, the cap room to keep both him and Roquan long-term. Yep, I agree. Uh, so the the other guy... That would be up for an extension, as you mentioned, Kevin Zeitler. Um, mm-hmm. You know, here's a player who has been really one of the better Ravens free agent signings in recent history. Uh, yeah, you know, not a, a contract that totally broke the bank. Uh, very steady, reliable yeah, three, player. Three year, twenty two million dollar contract that he signed going into the twenty twenty one season. Yeah, I mean, pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, you know, has played really well been very consistent been a leader just everything that you want from kevin zeitler um and so he's a player who's been on kind of the afc north tour for his career he started out with the bengals or the browns bengals i believe right yeah. then browns yeah. then ravens he better not become a Steeler. i'll just say that right now <laughs> um i i think he i think he's a great candidate uh i i, I don't really see him being a guy that's like pressing the issue to get a deal done before, you know, the season starts. Uh, I think that he's a player that probably could be a great candidate, like to, for another December deal, like we're talking about for an extension, like, that. Yeah. you know, he's healthy yeah. playing well again and, you know, happy Ravens are winning a bunch of games, bang, 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 dubs, dubs, dubs. And then, mm-hmm. you know, just everything's going well. And Kevin Zeitler says, yeah, I, I, I want to be here for, you know, two, three more years or whatever it is, you know? Like yep. a guy who indicated he has no intentions on retiring anytime soon, nor should he. Um, and so I, I do see Kevin Zeitler uh, remaining a Raven beyond 2023. I just don't think that deal probably, I don't think there's a massive rush on that deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think that with Zeitler, you know, when you get to this stage of your career, he kind of has to, which I, he's given no indication that he wants to hang him up anytime soon, but he's going into his 12th season. So, you know, that's a lot of miles. Um, and so 
you know, I think that as he goes through a season, now I think if the Ravens were to offer him a nice deal, he would say, uh, yeah, I plan on playing five more. You know, give me that five-year deal. You know, I think that um, – but I, I think that you, you do have to consider, you know, how much longer you want to keep playing. Um, and so I think that's probably a factor. But if he's playing at the level that he is, like, I think that he's got – he's showing no signs of sl- slowing down. So I can see – I can see you tack on two more. You know, all of a sudden it's October, November, he's playing well. And then you tack on two more and um, work out. And he's a leader on this team. Like, he's a leader on that offensive line. So I I feel good about Zeidler. And I don't think that's a deal that would be, you know, so massive that it's going to completely change your salary cap or anything like that. I'll see. Let's take a quick, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and give you our final thoughts on some of these moves. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, we want our listeners to know that the DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens and has a limited-time offer that you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the code FLOCK. If you're a new customer, you can get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And again, the promo code is FLOCK. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. You need to be 21 or older and physically present in Maryland to play. All right, so... You had another thought there on the Zeitler offensive line front. Well, I was going to flip it to the other side. I think two players that aren't getting talked about a whole lot uh, in terms of contract extensions would be Broderick Washington and Justin Matabike. Two, Ooh, okay. two defensive linemen going into their uh, the fourth and final year of their rookie deals. Like, I, I, I wouldn't rule either of those guys out for an extension before the season is up. Um, probably, again, I, just, I, I don't see an extension right now. Maybe Matabike before before mm-hmm. the season started. I would, but I doubt it. I, I think they're again two players who, you know, come December. Maybe you work out a deal with one, with both. Who knows? Um, 
you know, just the, both guys, Broderick Washington being a day three pick has really come into his own and is going to be mm-hmm. even better this year. Uh, I'm, I'm a big Brody fan. And Justin Matabike is a guy who we've all seen. I mean, the talent is there. Uh, I think five and a half sacks last year. Like, could he be a, right. a breakout kind of player? You know, getting more pass rush opportunities with Calais not here anymore. I, I, I think that he's a player also that could get a pretty sizable deal on the market. Maybe the Ravens can, uh, you know, be the guy, the people who uh, don't let them get to the market. Well, yeah, like those guys, I mean, Broderick Washington, really both of them, like they have, um, it's kind of like when Michael Pierce left and ends up getting a nice deal. Like yep. Broderick in particular, like late round pick, Michael Pierce was undrafted, plays really well, blossoms, and then gets a nice contract. And we've seen that with plenty of players over the years. Yep. But sometimes it's just nice to keep them in house. If you feel really good about the players that you have, just keep them in house. As we as we're doing this podcast, I realized that we've now signed every player in the middle of the season, so it's going to be busy. <laughs> it's going to be a busy season. December. We're going to be we're <laughs> we're able to enjoy the beach. <laughs> you know, nothing happening while we're at the beach. Yep. But uh, once October rolls around, they're going to have different contract signings. It's going to be the contract signing press conference every other week. <laughs> and then we just throw in one other one. This is. You know, this is kind of a wild. This is a wild card, but I think that, and there's lots of questions here in terms of how it plays out. But you know, one to, that's interesting. You know, Odell Beckham's on a one-year deal. Yeah, I was and, thinking about this. Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. is on a one-year contract, and and when the Ravens did the contract uh, press conference, the signing press conference, Eric DaCosta referenced at that press conference like they would like him. You know, they got him here on a one-year deal, and you know, ho- hopefully it could be even longer than that. And I think that if Odell comes here, by all accounts, he's really liked it here. He's fitting great in the locker room. He's fitting great with the organization. There's been nothing but great things said on both sides. If he comes in here and the team's winning, he loves the role that he plays in the offense, um, and everything continues to be positive, you know, maybe they say, let's just make this a long-term stop. Yep. And similar it's just like what happened with marcus peters you know marcus peters was a guy who came here and mid-season trade and then a few weeks go by and then he ends up getting a contract roquan smith same thing mm-hmm. so um when the ravens kind of left market, the door open a little bit to that with odell because you know there was reported four void years in his contract right right which right. helped bring his cap number down for this year uh reportedly under four million for this year but if they do bring him back for future seasons it kind of helps uh, with that whole prorated bonus and all that stuff, like the the void years, you there's a you know we'd have to bring on Brian McFarland, the salary cap guru, <laughs> to really break this down. But there's a benefit if they do end up reuniting with him beyond this year. Yeah, totally. So that's just an interesting one. Like, you know, I I'm, I have no idea even what that would look like and how long and how much. Lots of questions there based on how the season plays mm-hmm. out. But I think that if you're looking at it from a perfect world standpoint, you and the Ravens think that Odell Beckham could have a huge season. Like they think he could be Odell Beckham from a few years ago um, and have a monster year. And if that's the case, well then yeah, you would like to have him here for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And if, if Odell has a resurgent season this year, then he may say, this is just the place that I want to be. Love playing with Lamar. Got my quarterback here long-term love the organization. And that would be a, you know that would be a pretty nice December press conference to go along with the, all the all the other ones that we scheduled here on the spot. For sure, absolutely. So everybody, it's everybody's coming back. Everybody's coming <laughs> back. What's here? Here we go. I got one for you, G. Um, okay. 
what's the midseason trade deadline acquisition? Ooh, that, what right, position I, and who is it? <laughs> who is it? I don't know who. I know I'm not even going to give you a who. Um, <sighs> that is a great one. Yeah, because you know, Eric, EDC is going to keep some money in reserve so that he yeah. has the ability to do that. Plus, the Ravens are looking like they're going to, you know, probably get some comp picks next year. They're going to be in, in better draft pick situ- uh, situation where they'll have a little more ammunition. Well, and, and, and the Ravens, like DaCosta has proven, he is not afraid no. to make a splash signing in the middle of the season. No, Roquan at all. Marcus Peters at the top of that list. So, um, What position, mm, buddy? That is a great question. I don't I, – I guess – a lot of it's injury related. I know that's honestly. the thing. It's like, I, I'm, am I predicting an injury, which I don't want to do? Um, <laughs> I guess if I were to if I were to point to a spot, I would go corner. Um, I was going pass just, rusher. Yeah, because I, I go back to what I said like at the start of this. I, I think that they will add a corner, um, and so maybe they end up, you know, making a midseason acquisition to to add some depth there. If they end up not getting somebody. Mm-hmm you know, before the season starts or they want to add another top-end player there or if they were to have an injury there. It's hard to keep corners healthy all season long. They get nicked up at times. So I guess I would go cornerback. I'm going pass rusher. All right. They're going back. The Yannick trade, you know, didn't didn't work out yeah. as well as hoped. Going back to the well. Going to do that one. Get, do a mulligan on that one. This time it's going to be the big splash. Puts us over the top. Dump, 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 dump. Size them up. The size them up trade. <laughs> All right. I like I like that. I like that. Um, so uh, we love hearing from you guys. Sending your emails to us uh, every week. Uh, let us know what questions you have. Let us know what uh, moves you think will happen between now and the start of the season. You can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. There's no press conferences happening right now, but to get ready for those press conferences, once they do start in training camp, head on over to the Ravens Press Pass podcast feed, and uh, that'll be updated with every press conference that takes place throughout camp, throughout the season. If there's a presser that happens, it'll live there in its entirety, so subscribe to that feed as well. Leave a rating and a review here on the lounge. Again, the email is lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk with you again soon. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.